Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? It's the Monday morning episode, but you get it on Sunday evening. Uh, if you're an IFS subscriber, it's as simple as that. Um, yeah, welcome along. Um, oh, a, a little dive frozen. into the mailbag, first of all, Sam. Oh, you froze a bit there, mate. Sorry. I'll... Okay, you did I'll for a second, so I missed a, a bit of what you said, but it doesn't matter. The listeners will hear it. It wasn't important. Good. Is that any better? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say a little a little delve into the mailbag before we begin, which oh, yeah. it's weird because it's, it's, it's a photograph that we've been sent. Right. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it at the uh, Top Flight Time Machine at gmail.com address. I'll look it at, uh, up right now. It's from Chris, and he says, it's just a classic photo of Ringo Starr with a chocolate digestive from Get Back. Oh, yeah. And it's it's wonderful. Just, yeah. There it is. Ringo holding up the chocolate digestive from the bottom, holding it upwards with um, incredible delicacy using his fingertips. Yeah. Uh, so he's not getting too much melted chocolate on his fingers. Uh, mm. And he looks... It looks it looks like he hasn't washed his hair for about a month. Um his eyes seem dead. Um and his his expression is is sour. But it's when you start, he's holding a chocolate digestive. What yeah. more do you want? Oh. I might tweet that out if I remember. Yeah, I mean it's nice to see when we look back on the episodes when we were still sort of in the afterglow of get back being released. It was the little things like that that mm. seem to amaze us most about anything yeah. to do with the Beatles. Do you know what I mean? Like them like doing toast. everyday mundane things like eating toast and especially mm. drinking tea. And of course you mm. went out and bought your Beatles mug. Um, I did. Yeah. And we I nearly, I can't remember if uh, we toyed with even uh, subscribing to the Teetles magazine. There's a Teetles mm. web, uh, Twitter account, isn't there? Oh, this is, is from Get Back, isn't it? This looks like it's from the it's Get from Back, Get Back sessions. Yeah. yeah. You can tell because there's cables on the floor. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They had a lot of cables on the floor. Of course, the so, thing about those sessions with Get Back was that um, we decided to introduce cables because uh, apparently we'd, we'd heard with Carl Wind that that's what the Beach Boys had done. And, uh, of course, we were feeling very competitive with them at the time. And apparently they'd used a huge number of cables for pet sounds. We just used to sing straight into a record and then George Martin would go off and copy them. That was the way it was done in Liverpool back in those days, of course. Yeah. We'd call it record singing. <laughs> it all changed when we moved to London. So, yeah, there it is. That's uh, Ringo Starr. Um, yeah, I think this could be a good new feature where we talk about photographs that the listeners can't actually see. Yeah. Got some if you've got a photograph of a celebrity holding a biscuit, then uh, get in touch. Please do not mm. send us the Lionel Rich tea meme because that's boring. Yeah, so there we go. 
Uh, yeah. Anything going on in your world? I haven't really got much to report, mate. I've had a really lazy weekend. I mean, I, I'm low on energy at the moment. I don't know whether it's this sort of diet I'm on, right, where I'm, like, not eating... It's not a diet as such, but I've just tried to be healthy. And one of the things I'm doing is I'm, like, I'm not eating sugar. I've talked about mm. that a lot in the past. I have serious problems with my relationship with sugar. So it's been, what, three weeks now? That's, no, a, that's a hell of a statement. It's a big statement. serious problems with my relationship yeah, with sugar. Yeah, they are serious because it's sugar sugar um stimulates the same part of the brain that cocaine would do you know what i mean it's like and yeah. if you've got a fucking propensity to be to eat for reasons other than just like hunger if you've got a propensity to eat out of boredom <clears throat> or you know a feeling of anger or frustration or any of these other emotions anger sugar like that that was that's when you realize it, that's when i sort of thought I've got a problem here with uh, drinking drugs because I'm just fucking using them to deal with like everyday emotions that a normal functioning adult should fucking have learnt to cope with by yeah. by now yeah. right and and I hadn't and uh but I it's the same as sugar I mean I'm you know like and that is why I will go on sugar uh, you know we all yeah surely you remember the the issue I had with GoPuff a couple of years back now but yeah, that, that it was, was it, it was bad. Look, it was bad, wasn't back, it? Yeah, at the time it felt wild and exciting. But at the time, back it now, all oh, it was, it was all content to you and the listeners, and I was riding high on it. But you know, in the end, it was nearly my downfall. I, yeah. I nearly got, I nearly caught diabetes off of GoPuff, didn't I? <laughs> so anyway, I haven't had any sugar. I haven't been eating pasta. I haven't been eating any bread. I've been eating healthily otherwise. But I tell you what, Andy, like. What do you eat then? If there's no bread or well, pasta, what, what? I eat like a lot of vegetables. Um, right. I eat brown rice if I need right. like a sort of a carb type thing with my with my lunch How or do whatever. You cook brown rice does that not take ages? Brown rice takes about takes... fifteen minutes. Fifteen does minutes. It? Yeah, it's, it's okay. like fifteen to twenty minutes. This is certainly more of a hassle than cooking pasta. That's for sure. So you'll have some vegetables and some brown rice together. Yeah, that makes it sound boring. I mean, I do make an effort no, to no, cook no. interesting things. I do I do make interesting things, you know. I'll have a baked potato, for instance. I'm not saying that's an example of an interesting thing, but I'm thinking of other examples of things I might have what, alongside what, my main dish. What do you have as the filling? Cheese? Depends. Uh, beans cool. and cheese is obviously the best. Sometimes, yeah. I'd, um, sometimes I have other things. Sometimes I might make like a sort of a bean chilli, right? Right. With vegetables, beans, tomatoes, spices, mm. herbs and spices, and then you chuck that in a baked potato, maybe grate a bit of cheese on top. Anyway, look, the the point is, like, you know, no one wants to hear about the details of what I'm eating. Well, I'm happy to reveal them, but the point I'm, I'm saying is, is that although in some ways I feel healthier, I feel low on energy. I feel low on energy. Like... Last night, yesterday, I did exercise in the morning, but the rest of the day I basically did fuck all, right? Oh, I, t- I had a big shark up and a tidy up. And once that was done, it was about early afternoon, post-lunch, I'd done all my chores, I'd exercise, and I was just like, right, I'm just going to fucking sit about. I'll do some lovely, good old-fashioned Saturday sitting about. And that's what yeah. I did, right? Then round at about 430 the sitting about, which I'd been doing for about three hours, two two hours, something like that, I was like, all this sitting about has made me a bit tired. 
Next thing you know, I'm upstairs on the bed having a nap off the back of two hours of sitting about. I'm sitting about, like exhaustion from sitting about. Yeah, Let exactly. Nap. I woke Jeez. up, woke up, had dinner, watched the Parallax View with Warren Beatty, which is a classic 1970s conspiracy thriller, which I can really recommend. And then I went to bed. About four o'clock, I woke up. I needed a piss and a sip of water. Classic waking up things, yeah, right? Just a sip. Just classic waking up. I have. I tried to have the sip before the piss. If not, it's madness. Go back to bed. Think, right, I'll, I'll read my book for a bit just until I feel my eyes becoming sleepy. Mm. Next time, I've been reading my book for like an hour, hour and a half, middle of the night. Fall asleep. Wake back up again about seven. Look at the look, look at my phone to see if there's any breaking transfer gossip. That <laughs> <Right>. time <laughs> of the year, yeah. And then, and then fell asleep again. Woke up again at quarter past nine. Right, shit. Then took dog for a walk. Went round my mum's for lunch. Watched West Ham Sheffield United on my phone at my mum's because she does not have TNT Sports. Right. right, so I'm sat there. Well, she got Sky Sports. Of... No, she hasn't got either. She used to have uh-huh. Sky Sports, but I think Rob McDonald, and it's not often I'm on his side, but I think he put a stop to it because they haven't got much money, and she basically had a subscription to Sky Sports just in case one of her sons was round and wanted to watch a game oh, on a that's Sunday. Lovely. I think she thought that we might stop coming if not. It was a bit of a shame. But I yeah. think in the end, he was like, look, this is fucking ridiculous. So fair, fair enough. So I'm watching it on my phone. Quite a lot of relatives around at her house in the front room after lunch. I'm just sitting there like a right, you know, weirdo, mm. just not talking to anyone, just looking at my little phone. Uh, got home from that and uh, just sort of had a little bit of a snooze on the bed again, mate. Fucking hell. So all this not eating sugar, etc. maybe it's just not... Please do not get in touch, by the way, listeners, unless unless you are a qualified, certified nutritionist or something like that. At least you have, yeah. least you have like a degree at minimum, just yeah. a bachelor's do degree. Do not yeah. get in touch Masters, with any opinions. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying, yeah, actually, I don't, even, I don't even want a bachelor's because you could have just done a bachelor's degree. Fucking, and fucking anyone can do them. Yeah, yeah that's true. All right, I want a master's, master's minimum. In nutrition or something similar. And even if then, you you'll, want to get in touch. ignore it. Probably will ignore it, but I won't mind that you've got in touch because it's free professional advice at that stage. I'm feeling bad now about the, the large box of Maltesers that I cracked into when the snooker was on this afternoon. Well, yeah, but let me ask you something. Do you mm. feel energised right now? How, how many naps have you had this weekend? Oh, I've had naps. I've been waking up late. And then having a nap after I've woke up and let the dog in the garden. Yeah, so okay. That's kind I've, of I've, a nap. That's halfway between a nap and continuing your night's sleep. I've I've done what I, what I said I wasn't going to keep doing, which is to like stay up late on a Friday and a Saturday night, slowly drinking booze and watching, watching music documentaries. Watching music documentaries, old episodes of Top of the Pops, that kind of thing, yeah. till about two in the morning. And then I'm getting old though. It, it feels I feel more tired in the mornings when I wake it's up. It's a young man's it. game. Staying up and watching I'm, music I'm, docs. I'm, I've stopped drinking during the week. Generally, oh, that's good. So it's just weekends. And but then I, I, I don't know what I did yesterday afternoon. You're talking about what you've done over the weekend. Yeah, and you said you've done sure. like nothing. 
I feel like I've done less than nothing. I've got no recollection of yet <laughs> yesterday, Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Because Sunderland match was Friday evening. We got oh, out of the yeah, way that nice and early. Out of sync. Fucking yeah. miserable defeat. Get that yeah. sorted out. We, yeah. we we scampered off from the stadium saying, well, the weekend starts here. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's got that out of the way. But I don't know what I did yesterday afternoon. Can't remember. Um, I think it was just literally nothing. Maybe we're just old. Because I'm like, I'm here thinking... I'm really living quite healthfully at the moment and I am like every day I feel knackered. Maybe it's mm. the maybe it's the lack of old vitamin D because it's dark and cold and all that Len. Um, could be that. And could be that. I just called you Len, that's my son's name. That's all right. Um, that's another that's another indication that you're on your even, way out really, isn't even it? Even my nuts going as well, yeah. yeah. And I'm taking supplements. I take multivitamin, all that stuff. Don't mention that thing again. I won't mention that, but you know there's another thing that I've yet. been consuming, which will remain a secret for now for <laughs> sensitive commercial reasons. Fuck's sake. Well, the money's in the fucking I had my health first. MOT. They gave me a clear bill of health. Although I'm starting yeah, to good. think, well, did you check everything? Yeah. I mean, did they, they even bother checking at all? Or are they just fucking... Yeah, going, exactly. Yeah, you're all right. You look fine. They're, they're, this, this cunt looks like you'll fucking believe anything. There's no point us cranking up the fucking blood testing machine for a dopey cunt like this. Just fucking tell him he's got the all clear. Yeah. God, talking about the, the health and that and the doctors, someone I follow on Facebook's just mm. reposted something from one of his friends. Mm. Oh, no, it's from a politician. It looks like it's from a Labour MP, but... Ah. I'll, um, I'll I'll read it out anyway. Yesterday I was visited by a man who's been referred to see a cardiologist after a concerning scan. Mm. The wait time, 93 weeks. Oh. He yeah. won't be seen until late 2025. Fucking yeah. hell. So, well, yeah, the waiting is something. That's another thing. I've got a bad back. So um, someone's away and going... My daughter said, I was moaning about my daughter. said, why don't you just go and see the GP? I said, GP, you mm. must be fucking mad. Not, All that'll yeah. happen if I go and see the GP is that the GP will refer me to a physiotherapist. I thought, if I get fucking referred to a physiotherapist on the NHS, they'll have a slot for me in about fucking three years' time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No offence to physios, GPs or anyone else. It's just like, that's the way it is. For referral, mm. if it's if a cardiologist, you're waiting ninety six days, and that could be a life threatening situation. Ninety six weeks. Ninety six weeks. weeks. No fuckers gonna be caring about <laughs> Sam's fucking slightly achy lower back, are they? Oh, me jippy back. Oh, yeah. it's giving me jip. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Is uh, apparently he's a, and is, is this impinging upon his work? Well, he's a podcaster, mm. and he does say that leaning into the microphone can be uncomfortable. And so it is threatening his livelihood. But he also says that he once attempted to do a podcast from bed, but the acoustics weren't very good. Do you remember that? I do, yeah. I was thinking we, we should do the live the live video stream thing from old beds as well, like Morecambe and Wise, but separate. Do you know what, mate? We sometimes don't get enough acknowledgement for like our innovation in podcasting. I was like, thinking about this earlier on when we took the I mean? temperature of the nation and our, our cars at Asda. We, we, we've done yeah. the... I mean, think of the amount of, like, firsts that we've achieved. Mm. Broadcasting at very important moments of national reflection from Asda car parts in two different yep. parts of the country. That's sort of shit that Noel Edmonds was streaming up in the 80s when they didn't have the technology. But, you know, he'd always have people at different locations, wouldn't he? It's, we were the first like to Collins take that thinking and apply it to podcasting. Yeah. 
I was one of the first people, as far as I know, the first person to try a podcast from bed. I don't know if you remember, but I actually bought one of those special trays that have legs that I lay in bed with that over my lap. I remember with, it. With I the microphone it well. on it. Yeah. And the microphone kept falling off, didn't it? It did, yeah. Moved? So it didn't, well, technically speaking, it was a, a bit of a disaster. But the, the important thing is we tried it, didn't we? Yeah. We tried it out. We, we, we were podcasting remotely from 2018, long before COVID and lockdown. Yeah, that's true. And that, that's, the, the advent true, yeah. of Zoom, when everyone just started doing it on Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, and we still use methods that are far superior, shadowy, to, uh, shadowy methods quality. that will remain again, yeah, is, is like our, like my supplement drink will remain a secret yeah. for commercial reasons. But it mean that that's true. Actually, it was it was actually quite um, it was quite rare when we first thought we'd better do that, wasn't it? No one mm-hmm. was doing it. Now everyone's at it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so it? anyway, we don't want awards. We don't want medals. We just want a, a little bit of recognition. Once um, in a while, from I the would, powers I that be. I wouldn't mind a medal. Yeah, actually, I, I do want a medal. medal. I'd love or a fucking award. medal. Yeah. We'll give I each other the... medals. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would like a medal. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Jalapeño. Jalapeño. Hey, I've, sc- I've just scrolled down Facebook a little bit further. Here's somewhere else. This is much better than the thing about the 95-week waiting list. Uh, this post simply says, 21st of January, 1924. So that's 100 years ago Yeah. to this day when we're recording this. 21st January 1924, the death of Vladimir Lenin Ooh. and the birth of Benny Hill. Same day? Yeah. Wow. 100 years ago today. So Benny Hill was the reincarnation of Vladimir Lenin? Yeah. Absolutely certain. 100%. Like and that's from... That's from a fellow called Justin Lewis, and I'll give his book a plug as a thank you for him inadvertently providing that. It's called Don't Stop the Music, right? It came mm. out um, just before Christmas. A year of pop history, one day at a time. And it okay. goes through every day of the year, and there's yeah. three or four entries of things that have happened in pop history on that day all through the years. And it's it's really good. That's nice. Really good. What's uh, the bloke's name again? Justin Lewis. Justin Lewis. Have a look at it. Yeah. Nine quid on the Kindle, 14 quid in, in hardback, coming out in paperback in May. But what I will say is do not read it at bedtime because you will find you have got earworms of at least one of the songs you've been reading about when you shut your eyes and you try and go to sleep. I speak oh, from right, experience. Yeah. I'm with you, yeah. It's nice to listen to music books when you're up and about and somewhere where you yeah. can keep putting the songs well, on as they pop even, up. You don't hear the music, you're just reading about the songs and they go in your head. Yeah, and then there's nothing you can do to get them out again. Mm. So yeah, um, this is a really, really ramshackle episode. I think you say that I you never know what could nothing. happen next. You don't know what's going to well, happen well, at any know. moment. I've got a thing here about shrinkflation, where mm. I could tell you which magazine who we're big fans of. Yeah, have been finding out who's doing the most shrinkflation and ripping yeah. us off. 
Do you want to hear go some? On, yeah, go on. Um, the one of the worst is Listerine Fresh Burst mouthwash, which yeah. has shrank from six hundred mils to five hundred mils, and yet the price has still gone up by fifty two pence. That's disgusting. Yeah, PG not tips happy about that. Decaf pyramid tea bags have gone from one hundred and eighty tea bags to one hundred and forty. Um, but some of the prices of those have gone down. What else has been hit by shrinkflation? Bisto best chicken gravy granules. Cadbury's brunch chocolate chip bars down from six to five in a pack. Uh, Colgate triple action toothpaste hundred mils down to seventy five mils. The list goes on. I've noticed the, the deodorant I use. I think it's called Shua. Is yeah, that right. That's yeah. a branded deodorant, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. that one. They've got smaller. Have fuck, they? Do they? Well, yeah. I, I've noticed I'm running out of deodorant a lot quicker than I used to. I, I didn't. That could be down to size. I just assumed it was that my um, body odor was becoming more powerful, <laughs> <laughs> and it was burning through <coughs> the protection uh, on it quite quickly. No, okay, I am, I've, got, uh, I've got I've got two things. If we need some padding to this ramshackle episode, one is a news right. story that I spotted earlier. I wasn't going to talk about because sometimes news stories are a last resort, and I've only read the headline. But it feels like it's certainly in our uh, zone of interest. Rampaging wild boar like industrial machines. That's in co- in quote marks. Rampaging wild boar quote marks like industrial machines cause chaos at popular UK campsite. The owners of Bracelands campsite based in the Forest of Dean discovered that it had been churned up by a group of wild boar, which somehow forced their way, somehow forced their way onto the site. We don't know how they forced their way on. Somehow they have done so. I tell you how, it's because they're fucking wild boars. They fucking go wherever they want. I think the word wild is the clue. Yeah. Yeah. The tusks in, this is from the mirror today, (laughs) right? A campsite has been churned up and partially destroyed by a roaming mm. band of wild boar. The tusked invaders have wreaked havoc at a West Country campsite in the Forest of Dean, leaving a previously perfect camping spot as nothing more than a mud pit after the boar's rampage. Bracelands, mm. based in Colford, has been hit hard by these wild creatures. The new owners took charge of the site in April 2023, unaware of the close proximity of the boars. Well, that's a bit... So why are you selling this place? Ah, oh, it's a great little place, but, you know, we've been doing it for a few years now and we've decided it's time to downsize. We're moving to a different part of the country. Okay, so it's... Oh, yeah, business is great. We haven't had any problems whatsoever with any um, humans in particular or <laughs> most other species. <laughs> <laughs> fucking one week into them fucking buying the place. Fuck me! We're right next to a fucking encampment of wild boars. <laughs> There's a fucking huge load of them, two fields away. They're up all night drinking and dancing, making badgers fight for their entertainment. Even the baby balls are made to fight. There's something not right about the Forest of Dean, I'm sure. <clears throat> it's, yeah. where, it's where the singing detective was partly set. <coughs> really? Yeah, and also EMF are from there. Oh, yeah, they are, aren't they? So, I don't know. Do you remember, we, we, we did a gig once when a member of EMF couldn't have been in the audience. Yes, that was amazing. That was an otherwise appalling gig in Manchester. Uh, It was a bad gig, one of our worst gigs, and it was then followed by my altercation with that guitarist in a a pub. 
Was it that that venue where they pretty much just left the house lights on for the whole thing? Yeah, it was like we were playing in the Royal Symphony Hall, for starters. <laughs> <laughs> right? To a, an audience yeah. that would have been all right had it been in, a, in our usual room above a pub. And the lights yeah. were on fucking super bright and all sorts went wrong. And then... um. Yeah, but the, it was all my, it was salvaged by a guy claiming he was in EMF. Was that was that gig? Was it the EMF gig? It all happened in know. that one night, and then the same night we, uh, I had the the altercation as well. Probably because I was still fucking reeling from from the gig. Yeah. So I had to have an altercation with that guy. Um, but yeah. I do remember coming out with two some good information off off the cuff about EMF because there was like two guys. It was like I, I pitched an article once about like some people who uh, about what happened to EMF. I pitched an article and they didn't publish it in the garden. They didn't buy the idea, but I'd I'd read up on what had happened to every member of EMF. It was there about quite a number of different members? There was like fucking seven of them or something like that. I think there was a lot of them. Yeah, all they're all jumping about on stage all the time. And stuff, yeah, and and yeah. after they'd had obviously two big hits or one very big hit and one sort mm. of slightly less big hit and um they'd got a new they'd got a load of money and they just all went fucking mad and just burnt out immediately and there was a i've I've discovered that there was a different extravagant story about how each of them one by one it was like that bit in goodfellas (laughs) you know in goodfellas where it shows all of them like dying one by one after the robbery so one turns up in the back of a dump truck and the other one turns up frozen in a car in the middle of nowhere it was like that one of them stuck a like got <clears throat> injured his willy by s- trying to stick a whole grapefruit inside of his oh, uh, foreskin. Yeah. Another one just <laughs> hospitalised himself on skunk weed, but yeah. one of them <clears throat> bought a Ferrari and then crashed it whilst driving at high speed through the forest of Dean while simultaneously masturbating. There you go. Again, the Forest of Dean is involved. Yeah. If you've got any sinister stories about the Forest of Dean, drop us a line. Tell us them. Uh, so, Topflytimemachine at gmail.com. I think I mentioned recently, I've, I've been revisiting one of my childhood pubs. Um, Found myself there with my oldest mate, right? Yeah. Um, We had to watch over Christmas. We were looking for somewhere to watch uh, Arsenal play West Ham. And because right. it was on Amazon, not many pubs show Amazon. So we did a big ring around and we were really looking at far and wide, right? Desperate all day. Cause we we decided mm. we were going to meet up and, and watch it together. And in the end, after calling loads of pubs, we finally found this one quite near my mum's house that we used to go to. It's very little local pub, unassuming local pub. We used to go to it when we were teenagers. It was one of the first places that we would occasionally get served, partly because it was very tucked away out of the way, not on a main drag or anything like that. And um, I've told stories about it before. Like I took some girls there on a date. Or not yeah. a date, but we took some girls out there and I bigged it up to these girls that we'd definitely get served. And I got served in there all the time. And on yeah. the night we actually turned up, I shat myself because I'd kind of been bullshitting. But the manager recognised me from having been in there with my brothers and he cut me a break because he could see the situation I was in and he sort of served us and told us to sit low-key in the corner. And it was that <laughs> nice. night that... And so I was, like, buzzing. 
Uh, but then that night, I kind of, I had a few drinks and I was only about 16. I was so excited because I felt like such a big guy being there with these girls getting served alcohol. At the end of the night, he came round and he said, we've got these sandwiches left over. And it was like, you know, I've told this story before. We were too embarrassed to turn the sandwiches down, even though they looked disgusting. Yeah. So we we threw them out the window and stuffed some down the toilet and blocked the toilet yeah. up. Anyway, so that's one of the reasons. But this pub was like a regular. And anyway, we ended up back in this pub and it was like a fucking, it was like going back in time because we're talking about and the early changed. 90s and it had not changed. Brilliant. It was wonderful. Really Brilliant. good. More suited to us now than it was then because it's basically mm. like a bit of an old man's pub and we're now old men, right? Yeah. We had a great night there and we've actually been back two or three times since because the only change there has been is it does quite agreeable Thai food, right? Oh, nice. And you can order it. You know that system they've got now in boozers where you don't even have to fuck around ordering at the bar. You just take a picture of the QR code on your table yeah. and then go whack. Anyway, so that was good. And I was there with my old mate. My oldest mate who I've known since like literally nursery school and we were living over old times. And he was reminding me about the era in which I was working on the men's mags in our 20s when we first started getting jobs. And he was he, he got a job working at Sky Sports making the promos, right? Yeah. And uh, But because I was um, working on the men's mags, and it was, as we talked about, during that era when men's mags were popular and it was a bit of a boom, you could get, as we've discussed before, a lot of free shit in that era if you worked for a men's magazine. Yeah. And so what he would do is he would go around and he would tell me very openly, he would go around pretending to be me, right? Mm -hmm. He took some business cards of mine that I'd had once and like had the name of the magazine and my name on it. And he would go to both, but he'd use them to get into really sleazy places like lap dancing clubs, etc. Right? Yeah. Um. And I was like, I don't know why you did that, mate. I said, I, I don't really mind, but I just don't know why you went to all those lap dancing clubs and stuff. It's grotty, isn't it? And he went, he went, you can fucking talk. What about that time you called up? I seen you in Saw. Yeah, it was like <laughs> that. And he reminded me of this thing that I'd totally forgotten where I'd called him short notice and said, put a mob together. <laughs> There's a lap dancing club opening in... Um, <laughs> <laughs> off the old Kent Road in South London, which is slap bang right. in fucking Millwall territory anyway, right? Bandit country, right? right? Uh, get yourself down to my office and we'll all get a load of company taxis down there, right? It's a free <laughs> yeah. it's a free for all, right? And I was like, oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah, I vaguely I remember it. You know, I we, said we, that. We said, Are you sure that was me? Right. <laughs> anyway, the main thing that you goes, you must remember the night... It was the night when we saw either David Essex or Leo Sayer having a lap dance next to us. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Which was it? He went, I can't remember. I've never been able to remember. He went, I, can't, I always oh, get a muddled you remember, up. Because Leo Sayer's like five foot two and he's got a fucking afro. And he's fucking weird. Whereas David Essex is Britain's yeah. most handsomest man. Yeah. Right? You couldn't get sick. And, and even their music's pretty different. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, he couldn't remember, so I actually ended up Googling pictures of them, trying to find pictures of what they looked like around about 1998, 99. Leo Sayer just looked exactly like he looks since 1973. So I could show him photos and go, which one was it? 
he couldn't remember. Um, and when he told me, I thought, this is quite a funny thing for the podcast, but I don't want to libel anyone, right? I don't want to libel mm. anyone. They, they're both nice family men, probably. They don't necessarily yeah. want it to be known that they were getting lap dances off the old Kent Road in the late 90s. But then I just thought to myself, oh, it doesn't matter because it was inconclusive. He still can't remember which of them it was. And therefore, I feel as if I've libeled neither by telling mm. that story. That in yeah. And that this is representative of what a shank, shonky episode this has been. The best anecdote is that in the late 90s, I went to a lap dancing club opening party off the old Kent Road and saw one of either David Essex or Leo Sayer having a, a girl dance saw him naked yeah um yeah that's pretty much it for the episode um oh yeah i was gonna say i've been listening to the first five rem albums recently that, oh, I, yeah. recommend everyone, I recommend everyone does that what's the fifth yeah. one? Oh fuck uh, i think it's document right so where does that go up to then like that's the mid 80s right okay like 87 yeah there's, uh, I don't know any of those albums really. Wasn't Green one, one of them? Again. Have they got one there's, called there's, Green? The, Green was eight years. Yeah, right. That was the first oh, so one I was, got into. That was the next one. That's the first one I got into, and I worked backwards when I was like fifteen, okay. sixteen. So there's there's Murmur, Reckoning, uh, fuck, Fables of the Reconstruction. Yeah, Life's Rich Pageant mm. and Document, and they're all brilliant. Peter well, Peter Book is a fucking superb guitarist, and it doesn't get talked about enough. I can uh, I can yeah. highly recommend following Michael Stipe on Instagram. It's fucking great. Yeah, there's a man a good life, living his he? best life. He is. He really is. Yeah. Okay, that's it. I reckon. Oh yeah, three points each on the prediction league. So even that's in keeping with the entire. I tell you what, you'd never fucking... see Peter Buck or fucking Michael Stipe up a fucking lap dancing club, would you? No, no, you wouldn't. You, They've you'd got more class which, than that. All right. Thanks very much for listening. We'll try harder throughout the week. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.